Boom. Oh, I'm doing the intro, right? Yes. Oh, okay. This is Adrian. <laughs> this. <laughs> I hate you. This is Slashers, your new favorite podcast about your new favorite horror media. My name is Adrian, and with me today is Jake and our esteemed colleagues, co host and cohorts. Our Much Ado About Nerding has graced us with their presence today. Hello, Joe and Sally. Please say hello to the mutant goons of Beyond. <laughs> From beyond, from beyond. It's it is very a late. reference. It's very deliberate. It's it's from beyond, <laughs> but it's late, and I'm tired, and I'm old, and I love all you guys. So yay! Say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. What's up, guys? What's up, mutants? Thanks for having us on here. Thanks for having us back. So it's been slightly over a year since you were last on, and we're not mm-hmm. talking about the crow salvation. So talk about how stoked you are. <laughs> God, thank God. Anything that's not has to do with the, the crow, I'm I'm stoked to do. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Honestly, though, I just saw a picture of Brandon Lee on the set before he got his chest blown up where he's playing a Game Boy. And I was like, oh, I want to play Game Boy with a link cable with Brandon Lee. Come on. But then I was like, it was really funny because as I saw the picture, I heard the little kid's voice in the background. I was like, it can't rain all the time. And I just imagine somebody being like, hey, hey, Brandon, get in character. And he's like. It can't rain all the time. And he pulls out Tetris. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. So, Adrian, why did we bring our charming friends from Much Ado About Nerding back from the cavernous tomb that is New Mexico? Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I watched a spelunking video from New Mexico and I was like had sweaty palms. So as far as my brain is concerned, (laughs) you're just one big cave. That is so fun. I want to go spelunking ever since I saw the descent. That's like all I ever want to do. And I don't think we have any caves here. So. Well, we have Carlsbad Caverns. So, yeah. I mean, that's like a controlled oh <laughs> spelunking God. experiment, I guess. No, I don't. I would never go spelunking ever. No. Go spelunking. Why? Dude, you get stuck. There's a dude who got like stuck and they like tried to get him out and they broke his legs and end up dying anyway. Yeah. No, screw that. Well, what a charming way to go out. Oh, screw that. that. And then you can't even like recover the body. So it's just like cover that hole. (laughs) And that's it. We're just going to brick this up. He's already buried. I mean, what was the sense of taking him out? But true, true. You just have to like, you know, just not be claustrophobic and just crawl through things. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. I know. I love that you're an expert in spelunking, giving advice to people when you're like, I would love to try that for the first time ever. Eventually. But like you just like, you know you have to you have to think thin and you just like power through like, like we need the poo so it works yeah it oh. does. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know the next time I have to break my legs to get me out of a cave suck it in suck it in no so okay but this this month is our hack to school theme this month and this month we are taking our horror movies and like applying them to back to school. So we decided that, well, I decided that I wanted to do apostle and make Jake suffer through two hours of this film Mm. Mm -hmm. because it Mm -hmm. applies to our history class for week two of hashtag hack to school. So Mm. I listen, this is a good movie, Jake. So you stop (laughs) me me because (laughs) you liked it and you just don't want a minute because it was too long. Sorry. So I have a slight detour. I was raised on the thumper school where if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So I'm going to say something tangential, which I'm going to ask Joe and Sally. Quick question. Mm. Age of Apocalypse. Which is your favorite character redesign? 
this will make sense, Adrian. Just be be patient. Age of Apocalypse. X-Men event 1995, 96. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Weapon X, Wolverine, with the gone hand. He's yep. got the hand chopped off. But still the stabby stabby. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. still stabby stabby. Yeah, I, don't know, they, I don't know. It shoots through. Not familiar. I'm going to put in my, my nerd card right there, and I'm just going to say, here, just take it. I, what I love about Weapon X in that is that he has, uh, he's very cleverly worked around the Widow's Peak by having two little tattoos right there. But I, I bring this up because as a poor child, I had a couple of issues of like Gambit and the externals, and I obviously had the cover of Weapon X where it's him with the mutant guy, and he's like shoving the blades through and stuff. But I never read all of Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. For a full reading is about 54 comics to get the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so to start off Age of Apocalypse, you have Legion Quest. And I was going to watch Legion, the FX show, because I read that it was only ever intended to have 27 episodes and it was not preemptively canceled like Clone Wars during a Disney acquisition. Mm. So I'm all stoked and I'm like, fuck yes. (laughs) And then I watched this movie and I will not. No, thank you. No, because the main guy from this is the main guy in that. I'd rather punch myself in the dick. No, thank you. That is true. Yes. Yes. In Legion? Yes. Yeah. Wait, Dan Stevens? Yes. Yes. I love Dan Stevens. How dare you? Ewan McGregor, raw dog. Oh, what is my note? It says Ewan McGregor, <laughs> raw dogged Wes Bentley, who Wes Bentley'd Wes? over for him. And that's how you got Dan Stevens. <laughs> Okay, no, no, because Dan Stevens, first of all, firstly, I just want to say that The Guest is the best fucking movie. And you know, I even wrote, I started writing this in my notes today. I started writing this in my notes today because I was like, I love Dan Stevens. I don't give a fuck what Jake says. And then I erased it. And now I wish I put it back. Well, you just put it in there anyway. You yeah, just I was just saying, yes, I'm, I should rewrite it because he has access to my notes and he's always writing shit in there. So I, <laughs> I figured. I almost, to spite you, watched the Robert Duvall film Apostle, but it was an hour 34 minutes. So after sitting through this two hour or slog, I couldn't <gasps> justify the time. It is, firstly, it is not a slog. How it dare a slog. you? What are you talking about? No, oh my God. It was, it's so fucking, this is my thing. This is why we like, this is where we butt heads because I love a slow burn good fucking horror movie that like builds up and there's like these horrible things happening and terrible things. And I knew it was going to be one. I knew you were going to say these things. I knew you were going to say it was too long. I knew you were going to say it was a slow burn. I knew you were going to hate Dan Stevens. And I called it. (laughs) You knew I was going to hate Dan Stevens. I knew you were going to hate I had no opinion about going into this, by the way. You called like the first 10 minutes of this episode. I, yeah. I like that. I did. I did find myself looking at my watch four, five, six thousand times. Okay. Well, you know, what? I know it was just a little too like <laughs> advanced for some of us here in this Ooh. room, oh. but I'm just saying it hits hard and I still think about it. Like it bothers me. Like it didn't bother you. None no. of it bothered you. I think I was like trying to read too much into like this movie, I was like, oh, are we talking about Mother Nature? Are we talking about like women's like bleeding time? Like what is like the underlying theme of this whole movie? So I don't I don't know if it was like a slow burn for me or anything like that. But I, I was just trying to read into like the undertones. You're trying movie. to be a cinephile. I was. You're I was trying, trying to. to- <laughs> 
trying to do that. What did you mean, Basil? Clearly, there's a lot of it's a whole history aspect, right? Because this is history class today. So mm -hmm. this is obviously based on, and I did do some research. This was based on the missionaries that went into China, the Protestant missionaries mm -hmm. from Europe, and blah blah blah. And so he was he was a missionary. He was obviously attacked and all tortured and and all this stuff during this. And then he comes back and he's addicted to opium. So he has some issues, right? But like how fucking beautiful is that scene where he's being branded with the cross and then as he's being branded the cross that's lit on fire in front of him like falls and it is like like it's just a beautiful movie like I just think it's like the images in it are so great I don't, I don't know this is me I guess reaching because I did like the crowd <laughs> I know you guys didn't like the crowd I liked the crow I read the fucking comic to prepare for that episode. You cuck. You like the crow, <laughs> but I know that our much ado buddies did crow. not like it. Nah. Nah. I mean, the books are, are, are good. The, the, I got the books in my in my box. Yeah, the source, source material. Great. But, um, good with an asterisk. Good with an asterisk. Let's be honest. Okay, I'll take that. Because yeah, it, it ages. It ages quite significantly where you're like, oh, oh, he's definitely trying to be edgy. But he was also yeah. one of the first to do that kind of edginess. So just have to add that disclaimer, because oh, when I reread yeah. it, I was like, oh, this is very erotic. I hope nobody's <laughs> looking over my shoulder at my trade paperback on this train. True story. <laughs> oh it's like God. when I was reading the. Uh, I was reading heavy metal at one of the breweries Ooh. by my house, preparing for our last our last episode, and was like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't. I should probably sit in a corner because there are definitely boobs in this." Yeah, so many people were just like, "Why do you have porn in the back of your car?" And I was like, "It's not porn. I promise you, it's, it's not. There's it's no PNV. There's no PNV. It's not porn. Heavy metal. I don't know. Weird shit. Yeah. Well, boobs are beautiful, so like yeah. they should be on display, right? Yeah, absolutely. Free the nip." Exactly. Well, what I think we all can appreciate about boobs is the diversity of boobs is also the diversity of the booble experience. So they can be beautiful. They can be exciting. They can be enticing. They can be hilarious. True. This has been my TED mm -hmm. Talks on memories. <laughs> Thank, you for Thank you for coming. I hope it was a memorable <laughs> she said. TED Talk. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. So what I was going to say disturbed me about this film, and I knew this going into it. You know, it's like when I watched The Green Knight. I did my research going into it. I knew I wasn't supposed to like the experience, but I was supposed to have gotten something out of it. So Gareth Evans did The Raid, The Raid 2, wrote, directed, produced, edited a tremendous amount of work. The first one is a fucking masterpiece. The second mm -hmm. one is not as good. Just definitively not as which it was never going to be. So that's fine. And so right. I knew, OK, we're past the sophomore slump with this, but this is a break from his tradition. And I knew that it would be no way like it in terms of pace. And even with that mindset, even knowing how long it was, I was still like, why the fuck am I watching a guy pretend to limp in mud? <laughs> <laughs> You guys saw VHS too, right? Yep. That's what I was going to bring up. Yes. Exactly. So he did Safe Haven, which is also about a cult. And Safe Haven is the probably the strongest of the anthologies in this one. Maybe maybe not the dog one, but the dog one, the dog dies, and it makes me very sad. So I don't want to talk about that one. But yeah, no, we need to gloss over that. 
Yeah, exactly. We're going to gloss over the dog segment, but the safe haven is literally the best segment in VHS too. So it's like, you're sort of taking, I felt like this movie, like he was taking the idea with safe haven and he was like, sort of making it a full length feature film. Am I reaching? Am I reaching? He went from a one shot to a full campaign in this one. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's actually a pretty fair summation. Oh, because it felt a little improvisational at times where I'm like, uh, because the, what frustrates me, <laughs> it's going to sound like a weird comparison, but please bear with me. And I'm, I'm truly not trying to be contrived. But the 13th Warrior versus this film, very, very similar in a lot of ways. The fish out of water elements, the very female goddess elements, issues of fertility, poisoning, betrayal, blah, blah, blah. The unknown, right? And so as mm-hmm. I'm watching all of that, I'm just like, God, I wish I was watching Antonio Banderas instead of Dan Stevens. Antonio Banderas as as an uh, an Arab and not a Spaniard. That's odd. Um, yeah. Well, I no. mean, it's it's better than um, um, Sean Connery as a Spaniard from Egypt in Highlander. True. True. What is he in uh, Zardoz? What what red bikini? Oh, no, that's not him. Oh, is that yeah. him? Yeah, it's him. Yeah. What ethnicity is the red bikini man? <laughs> I <have no> idea. <laughs> with his with his woolen sweater, his natural woolen sweater. When you guys stared blankly at me for that second, I was like, fuck, was it, was it somebody else? Was it Tom Selleck? What, who is no. <laughs> Equally as hairy, equally as manly. But, um, but no, that was definitely Sean, a young Sean Conrad. Oh, he's cute. How oh, he was cute. I know. That, that made me sad. Anyways. <laughs> so, you, I, yeah, I know you were going to to be really happy with this one. So it's, it's fine. I'm not upset that you don't hate, that you don't like it. But I really so and and then Sally, to your point, like, yeah, I don't know where the themes are really coming from at some point because like they have several. However, I just feel that it takes like there's like this impending sense of dread that you feel from the beginning, like since the movie starts and Hereditary does it the same way to where I don't know if it's the music or if it's just the tone. Midsummer the same way, too. Mm -hmm. Well, Well, But there's like something going on, like the minute it starts, like you just feel this impending sense of dread. Like I felt it in my like my chest, like I was like watching this. and I'm like, I'm like, just like, oh, my God. And then I rewatched it this morning because I hadn't seen it in so long. And I forgot what the fuck happened. (laughs) 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 Like I hadn't seen it since it came out. So I was like, okay, let me rewatch it again this morning so I can actually revisit it. And um, I remember I liked it back then, but it has a very bleak kind of background. It's very dreary. Like there's lots of like muted colors in the movie. And then with the animals and everything, like that doesn't bother you. Like all of the animal killings, like, oh my God. I will say that it definitely threw me off guard when he just tossed the sheep overboard. He literally like (laughs) yeeted that sheep. He was was like, yeet. What the fuck? What happened? Yeah, that was that was definitely. But to your point with the bleakness, it, it did give me that. What, what movies? That that Brad Pitt movie with that he's he's Jesse James. It's the like Tank. The Ballad of Jesse James. Oh, murdered by the coward. Ben Affleck's little brother kills him. Basically, Casey. But that Affleck. whole movie like made me sick. Like it just had this weird vibe to that, and yeah. I can definitely equate that to, to. Yeah, this this whole movie like it was always bleak. It was always like, no, eh, this is probably not going to end well. Probably not going to end well. So I realized I didn't finish off what I was saying about the 13th Warrior because I took a, a cheap shot instead of actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. I stopped so listening. <laughs> with that one, like you have a bunch of unanswered questions, right? You have like, what are these bear people having incest sex in the woods? What is the poison? 
what is all this? But it's presented in a dynamic enough way to even though I'm not getting answers, I'm like moving and I don't feel like I'm like, well, why the fuck? There's not that comparative analysis of like, well, why did I watch five scenes of nothing? When I could have watched an explanation versus Antonio mm-hmm. Banderas sharpening a stick or turning a sword into a scimitar. Fuck. Yes, I want that. Yes. So that, that was my point is where sometimes a conscious silence can be really cool. I love certain mm-hmm. movies when they're unexplained, whereas this one, I'm like, OK, but then it's kind of explained where he's like, oh, I found her. Where? Yeah. Just- Do they have Craigslist <laughs> in this cultist fucking island? It's it's not a big island. They probably just like stumbled across. Like they just were walking around and she's like hanging out. Like doing which a, things? What did you say? It's a little fucking island. <laughs> we'll grow crops for blood. Is that how it works? Witchy things. Yeah, she was just living her best Wiccan life, like out yeah. in this like fucking like little island. And they just came and they were like, hey, grow grow our crops. And she was like, bye. Okay. Have this rabbit. Okay. And that's another thing too, because if, if you think about it, it is like oppression against women, right? And we're talking about fertility and then we have the abortion and we have all of these, uh, well, not abortion, I guess like a, a shiv. Careful. We have listeners in Texas. We don't want them to get sued because gonna- of listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I know. God forbid. Anyways. Okay. Okay. There are some unanswered questions. I get it. But I, I just feel, I don't, it's like, see, I lost it. You talked about Texas and now my whole mind has just like <laughs> poof. But no, no, as far as like all of those, you know, themes go, I do think that it's very female centric, I would say, because of the witch, because she's the one who controls all of these things. Right. And Mm -hmm. I and and you don't even know that it's about like a supernatural kind of thing, because when I went into it, when I first watched it, I just thought it was about a cult. So, like, if we think about cult movies, what are some of our favorite cult movies? Like we have The Ritual, we have Wicker Man. Like, what are, are some really like powerful cult movies for you guys? The sacrament. The sacrament, yeah. Ooh. The sacrament and Ooh. then the ritual, obviously. That blew my freaking mind. I, I Not that it was the greatest movie in the world, but it definitely surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, the sacrament is so No, good. the sacrament fucked me up. Like, it just, like, said, hey, you want a movie? Like, here, we're just, like, going to fuck up your whole life for, like, a, a, a brief moment. <laughs> I don't know. It, it really, like, fucked me up. And I know Jonestown, like, actually happened and everything like that. So maybe that, like, also hit home. Well, you had said earlier, too, when we were when we were talking about the movie, actually, before I even watched the movie, how culty things like obviously demons and monsters is scary, you know, yeah, quote unquote, but like culty shit because it's real. That's a skin crawly. The fact that people can be manipulated to do these these things and believe these things is just like baffling to Ugh. me. But like also like how people can be so powerful to influence these people to do these personality. Things. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Shut up about that. God damn it. As a straight edge guy, <laughs> people won't shut the fuck up about CM Punk to me and his return. And <laughs> God damn it. Couldn't he just stay it's irrelevant? Could he just keep writing shitty Drax comics and go away? Um, (laughs) But you took it too serious when you said the sacrament. But fortunately for me, the last time I watched Sacrament was right before I interviewed Gene Jones last year. The sweetest fucking guy. And I was watching it with the singular vision of Gene and Gene's performance, which is so good. And mm-hmm. you'd have to go mm-hmm. to December of 2020 to hear that episode in our backlog. Please do, because he is fucking amazing. But yeah, real cult shit fucks me up. I love it mm-hmm. all. I love Everything about Waco, I I just, I don't know what it is. Heaven's Gate at the Museum of Death in Hollywood, they have like literal outfits that they were wearing with the Nikes and the bunk beds and it's 
beautiful to see and tragic and amazing. And, you know, for a while I had the Heaven's Gate website as my homepage. I was going to say, like an <laughs> asshole, that Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance was my favorite cult movie because it involves a cult. And then you were like, serious. So just letting you know. Yeah, dude, that, that's guard me. That's guard me for a, a little bit. He pees fire. <laughs> There's no comparison to this movie. Speaking of Nick Cage, Mandy is a cult film. And so, mm. it, well, it deals with cults. And so, so do, and he's also in the Wicker Man remake. So, mm-hmm. 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 the bees, bees, <laughs> not the bees. I God, did not watch the it. remake. <laughs> I have to say, I did, because like I was never a fan of Nick Cage until I saw. Like, I didn't care for him. And then I saw Mandy and I'm like, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen. Just recently watched that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. And then, of course, my favorite, my like literally my all time favorite movie with him is Moonstruck. And he is such a fucking he has one hand and he's like got a hook on him. It's so bad. It was so fucking good. If I'm going to watch an amputee film, it's going to be Hook. Thank you. You never. Oh, my God. You've got to watch Moonstruck. Like he got his hand cut in the meat slicer. And so he's like got a chip on his shoulder. It's like the best movie ever. Oh, he can eat my asshole. Oh, he has a chip on his shoulder. Homeboy in this movie got his like fingers ground. ground off. It was so good. And it crunched. Oh, so good. Now, we were just yelling that that he needed to, like, just kill Treeface. Yeah, originally, don't go save your sister right away. Go yeah. kill Treeface, and then go save your sister, and then you could be as loud as you want. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I've, you fucked up. He never played video games is what it was. I think that's, that's what I learned from video games. I always killed the boss first. <laughs> and then loot. And then loot and later. Then loot, then loot the body. <laughs> Jeez. Unless it goes straight from killing the boss into a cutscene. You always have to be oh. careful for that eventuality. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I know I'm not. You, the I master have of suffered through that many a time where I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll get it later. I can never go back. He <laughs> <laughs> forces you into the next room like, shut. I can't 100% this game. God damn it. Yeah. I think Jedi Outcast 2 fucked me up with that specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's what's the one? Resident Evil 7. There was a lot of rooms I did not check because I was like, I'm going to fucking beat you and then I'm going to go check out shit. Oh, turns out I cannot do that. Yep, yep. Because you started a countdown, I have to get to the get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Always. always wow, my brain just did a whole lot of 80s because I was doing the final countdown. Then I went to Predator and then Predator took me to Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. I think we've diverted from like our actual history what is, lesson. What is best in life? <laughs> Yeah, history lesson. So, for those of you who don't know, hey, Conan Co- Conan is is definitely that is historically accurate. Snake cults. It, it comes. There's a snake cult. Snake. Cult. The life cycle. See, Thulsa Doom, motherfuckers. Oh, okay. I did not know that. They're very sexually <laughs> liberated in that cult. See our history lesson for today. Some dude thinks they he's going to turn. They were not sexually liberated in this cult. Exactly. Not at all. Well, I, what was the red on her face when she was coming out? And she's like, oh, I'm late for choice. What was that? Was that supposed <laughs> to be like menses? I think it was blood because she's like the doctor. She's a doctor. Oh, I thought it was her it was hair good. dye because she had that terrible hair color. Yeah. Dude, like the whole time I was just calling her out and I feel so bad for it now because like she was okay. But I was like, redheads can't trust them. Absolutely. The fuck not. <laughs> <a fire> agent. <laughs> Do not trust that redhead. Mm-mm. Well, and you know, Lucy, boy. OK, so did you guys see the Black Coast daughter? 
Okay, so I put that's my note in here going through all of it. I was like, of course, Adrian. I know. I know. <laughs> you. I know you haven't seen. I know. Yeah, shut up. Okay, I knew you were going to say that. Firstly, that is a good fucking movie. So watch it, but just fast forward to the end because I know how you are and you're not going to want to sit through it. She's so frightening. Like, isn't she like hauntingly pretty? Like she's got this like thing about her where she's got like, you could always kind of see through her skin and she's got these like dark like circles under her eyes. Like she always looks like she's like weathered, but she has this like thing to her where she's just kind of like hauntingly beautiful, where she just kind of like looks at something and you're like, oh my God, like, I think she just does such a good job. And I don't know if that's just her face or she's just a really good actress. I don't know. Cause I'm trying to think of how she was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Where she met her longtime partner, Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Yeah. He was in Night at the Museum and Mr. Robot. I did research too, Adrian. He was also in Breaking Dawn. Oh my God. Part two. Trump. We should certainly bring that up. That will endear us to an audience. No, I, w- I was watching it recently because I do like those movies because like, I've read all the books and I have them, whatever I grew up at that time. And Tan's like, is that Rami Malek in Twilight? And I said, yes, it fucking is. Also, Anna Kendrick. A lot of people forgot An- forgot Anna Kendrick is in Twilight as she well. She forgot yes. too. She is. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she forgot. Yeah. God damn it. Um, so, so two points for, for what you were saying. So Joe was saying that she was like obnoxiously pale. I guess if yes. you want to put it that way. No, oh, so Joe's racist. Get next point, please. <laughs> but it's against white people. It's okay. Why can't she be white? Like, what is that? <laughs> and then his sister, Jennifer, when they were leaving on the boat at the end, he was like, God, she looks rough. And I don't know if they cast her because she looks rough or did they just like make up her to look. They find her at a truck stop or what? Oh, did you Google her? We did not. No. Like I Googled her. I'm like, that's her because she looks great. Like she looks terrible in this movie. And then she was also hanging upside down in a sack for most of it. (laughs) So I don't think I would look my best if I was hanging upside down in a sack either. Have you tried it? (laughs) No. (laughs) I feel like at some point someone's going to put me in a sack. So when that does happen, I'll get back to you. (laughs) I'm looking at pictures of her now. And she looks like a human being. She's really pretty. <laughs> she is blonde and real life. But yeah, uh, she, looks like a fun- she looks like a human being. I'm from California. This looks like every woman in line at a Java juice. Yes. Average. Java juice. Okay, well, whatever. Anyways, she is a hot mess, though, in the movie. And like, I was like, can we just leave her there? Because I didn't really care. Like, that was one thing if I didn't care. I'm like, he's like, oh, my sister is so pure. I'm like, no, she's not. You don't even give a fuck about her. And as soon as he got there, he's like flirting with every fucking girl he sees. So that was my thing. I'm like, I thought you were going there to rescue your sister and you're like flirting with uh, Lucy Boynton. Like what is happening? I don't get it. So <laughs> that was the only, that was my, my, my thing with that. Movie. I'm going to say the same bullshit I said about cooties with regard to this film. And I mean, this is, I actually, I like cooties quite a bit, but I think I could like it more if I knew what the budgetary constraints were. Cause in watching this mm-hmm. fucking show me, don't tell me, you know, and they're, implicitly showing me that he's fallen out of favor or faith or what have you with his opium addiction with his philandering and those things and then you show me one glimpse of something tragic that happens but the reconciliation that character element 
instead of just seeing him lumbering around grunting, show me his crisis of faith more because then that makes Mm -hmm. the whole arc of his character more interesting because that's the thing that it needs is either I need to genuinely care about the characters, which I don't really do in this capacity. Also, he's not endearing in any way completely irredeemable for the entire movie or i need a ticking clock i need to save her by x date or they're going to put her in a blood bag and feed her to a a woods goddess that's what Mm -hmm. i need because it was just like if not today get around to it tomorrow and if not tomorrow then the guy (laughs) next to you is going to get stabbed with a stick okay i agree Oh, I thought I was going to get a rebuttal. I was going to give you two minutes. No, no, I wasn't going to rebut you. No, no, no. Okay, but... We should have made this the debate class. That should have been this movie. Ooh. I'm a master debater. That should have been debate. But for those of you who don't know who were listening, the movie is Apostle. I don't know if we said that. It'll be in the title of the episode. So hopefully that helps. <laughs> came, came out a few years ago, 2018. But the recapitation is in 1905, a drifter on a dangerous mission to rescue his kidnapped sister entangles with a sinister religious cult on an isolated island. So I just want to preface that before I continue. I feel that he should have there, that there was no. Yeah, like I. There should have been a ticking clock with that because at that point, like he sees her, he sees all these things happening. And that's what frustrates me about this movie the most is that he's watching her getting poked at with a stick. He knows she's around there somewhere. It's not a big fucking island. It's a village. There's like 10 houses. So that was my big thing. I'm like, they don't know who the intruder is. Like, there's 25 <laughs> people here. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't know who the intruder is? Like, who's the new person? The new guy. <laughs> then then they slit the throat of the old man. And I'm like, what is going on? And then, the, okay. And then, so yeah, that bothered me. And then, of course, when he does find her, how fucking long was she hanging in that sack? How is she still alive? <laughs> like, what is go- like, why didn't he put her in the meat grinder? Because that little gimp guy, I loved him. <laughs> the gimp. <laughs> He was great. By the way, he was so fun. He was so fun. Like, we should be him for Halloween. The character is called The Grinder, if you don't mind. The Grinder. The Grinder. But he looks like a, he looks like a 1905 gimp. And he was putting... He does. Which means that he not only is a grinder, but he uses He's grinder. This is why I need Doug here so he can agree with me. But um, I'm like, why didn't he just put her in the grinder sooner? No, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. But the guy who plays him, Sebastian McChain, he is creepy. He's a haunting person. So they should have just not wrapped his face in plastic. All right, I'm going to have to Google this He now. looks like he would fit perfectly in like the devil's rejects. Like, like if he was just on set one day, they would be like, oh, hey, you missed your cue because obviously you're supposed to be in the back of this car that's about to get shot to Freebird. Oh, he's not that bad. He's got really pretty hair. Oh my He's God. got really pretty hair. I think you're looking at the same picture I am. Are you like with the, like the sequins and the eyeliner? Yeah. He's got like this blue eyeliner. No, that is that is haunting. He's definitely <laughs> a guy I probably would have dated in high school. So there you go. It looks like Frank Zappa <laughs> if he is. never picked up a guitar. Where <laughs> 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 you're just like, hey, that guy's weird. I know, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> See every weirdo. That's me. Yay. Well, no. What, what? One of the things that I hated about that scene: one, they didn't kill Treeface first, and two, it's like, okay, I, I get it. The reunion, awesome. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck up and get the fuck out. 
Yeah, yeah. the whole time Joe was just yelling at me, and he was like, "If we were ever in this situation, just shut the fuck up. Just, just shut, shut the up. fuck up. We'll, we'll, we'll have up. a reunion later. We'll go yeah. get a beer. Let's get the fuck off the island. Get the fuck up. That's right. So, like, if somebody kidnapped Sally, would you just like go and get her, or would you flirt with Lucy Boynton for a couple hours? <laughs> Well, yes, I mean, he would. 100%. I, I do have a, I do I mean, have a thing. That for, question for you. I definitely have a thing for redheads. So. <laughs> We're just going to leave Sally hanging in the bag for a while. <laughs> for the best. She's fine. She's hardy. <laughs> she could survive a couple more days. She's fine. She's fine. Oh my God. I cannot. She's got that, 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 that halfling. She's got that halfling stoutness. I actually just recut this entire movie in my head as taken set in 1905, where it's like <laughs> Liam Neeson cool, like, corresponding with the kidnappers with a quill and it taking two weeks at a time back and forth and then finally coming after them. That's a good movie. I have a special set of skills. But how, but how would you say, because I kept on saying that too. I was like, well, they, they just talk so much better than we do now. It, how would this, the, that whole, his, his famous, I will find you and I will kill you. Like, how would that sound in, ye, not ye oldie English, but turn of the century, turn of last century English. They didn't have a quill because remember he used a pencil. It's 1905. Quills oh, are, are gone. Yeah. We're modern motherfucker. Yeah. He had a little pencil. Well, that was also a point that Joe brought up when we were watching this as well as he was like, why were people so much like more smarter intelligent more smart uh, more smarter uh back then you know to draw a map and be like okay my sister jennifer is in this house may yeah, right, i just um, wandered around may i have a sidebar in this debate class because it's certainly not history it I'm is about- history because i was going to talk about the the cults yeah shut up darby allen <laughs> enjoy so this standard. if be true thou art looking for ransom i can bid thee i hasn't not wage but what i doth hasteth art a very particular setteth of arts arts that i hast did acquire over a very long careereth arts yond maketh me a nightmare for people liketh thee if be true thee alloweth mine own daughter wend anon yond beast the end of t- that is shakespearean taken that i just translated using lingojam.com <laughs> yes that's great it actually reminded me a lot of the uh the star wars ah, the shakespearean star wars books. i have the sequels and the prequels can't wait for yeah, the yeah, force so awakened cools <laughs> well for those of us who do read shakespeare now Oh, I'm sorry. Are we going to criticize the thespian and try and make it a, a slanderous accusation that I haven't read Shakespeare? You want to go there with the bard? I taught Korean children English using the Hamlet soliloquy. Gotch. Tell me what a bodkin is. Tell me what a bodkin is. How American of you, Jake, to teach the, <laughs> the Korean children English. From a, from a British man's writing. Yes, very American hey, of we me. We don't know he was a man. We don't know he was a man. Oh, he was certainly a hive mind. I'm very much of that opinion, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he was a brain trust? Age? Have you like done any kind of like, you know, syntax or gram- grammatical analysis or word choice? I mean, it's almost as if he was like a bunch of people like R.L. Stein. Boom. I said it. I'm just a teacher, so I don't fucking know anything, right? My yeah. undergrad's in education. Uh-uh. This oh is going to get God. awkward. What's your doctorate in? <laughs> Boom. I'm like literally just going to go get a doctor and just fucking throw it in your face. Please do. (laughs) Then you can enjoy student loan debt with me. 
Dr. Santiago to you, sir. I'll be Dr. and Mr. Santiago because I'm not taking his name. Juris Dr. Emeritus. How about that? (laughs) Just so I could be American because I use Shakespeare. Well, I assume you have your Juris Doctor, so you're sort of already like right there. Well, also, if you wanted to attack me, I also taught the same Korean children English using Abbott and Costello. So that's your American one. So for those of you, I'm so sorry, Joe and Sally, that you have to listen to me and uh, Jake go back and Pronoun forth. Pronoun confusion. It's a, it's a very do. great tool. It's also more entertaining than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is so mean because oh. I really do like this. Okay, so does anybody like this movie? Wait, so what do you like about this movie? Because you're like, okay, and I understand that this is wrong with it and that this is not good and that my my fiance glared at me and thought that I was crazy for watching it for a yeah. second time. So all of the bad things we've gotten, what are the good things? No, the gore. Oh my God, the fucking gore yeah, when they yes. put the little, ugh. Like it's so visceral. It's so fun. It's like a it's like a bleary, a bleary, a dreary. Sorry, a dreary. As movie. I pondered, weak and weary. There's some Edgar Allan Poe for you. you it's go. fucking late. Leave me alone. I okay, read. So it's, <laughs> it is dreary. Okay, so we have like this, like these gray and these muted tones, right, throughout the film. And then when the blood comes, the blood is very is in your face, which I love. And it is really like I love the gore. I love the like the the. It's just like the drill in the head when he put when they oh, put God. his head in the thing, and they don't really show the drill so much. But when they when they do that POV shot, when they like stick his head in that thing, oh, who played? That's why I thought you mentioned X Men because. He was he was Magneto in Young X-Men Magneto. First Class. His name is Bill yes. Milner, and he played Jeremy. Yes, I obviously know this. Okay, which is why <laughs> I thought you mentioned it. But anyways, okay, so it doesn't I matter. mentioned it to fill five minutes of time. I wouldn't be yelling about this movie. <laughs> Who's your favorite Age of Apocalypse uh, recreation, Aid? I don't have a favorite um, unless it's Wolverine played by Hugh Jackman because that he's the only person he's I care about. He's certainly not Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Um, Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman is the love of my life. I'll just offer mine since nobody asked uh, Cyclops <laughs> because he is quite literally a Cyclops in Age of Apocalypse. I don't think I, don't think I ever... I think I only picked up the Weapon X ones, and I don't remember seeing. He only has one eyeball, and then he has long Davy Havoc circa December Underground hair covering the other one. Yeah, oh. I like that. Davey. Yes, I know. Damn, that was, I have a good, that's a good taste. Reference. Good reference. That's why I but didn't pick to, this movie. But back to the fucking gore <laughs> with that. The final kill in this movie was so gratuitous, and I loved it. Like already you're choking the shit out of the bad guy, the big bad, and he's got his freaking knife in his chest and then they pull it and they start to pull it down. And I was just screaming, screaming standing up, screaming. You didn't fucking have to do it, Gareth, but you did. And I love you, you beautiful bastards. That was the kill, like the kill. It was so fucking good. And then like, even when, okay, so even like this guy will never die, right? Like he's like poking him and he's stabbing him at the same time. <laughs> I love that he didn't have the restraint to just have the, the guy stab him. him once. He's like going John <laughs> Wick and going, da 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 <laughs> I've seen Singer sewing machines that didn't stab stuff that fast. <laughs> 
what I wanted from that, that final kill was I wanted like a, an evil dead kind of thing where like her roots just like come up and just like go into every single orifice yeah. possible for these guys. Like that's what I wanted. Penetrate I was, I was waiting man. for that. I get it. I'm going to take away Jake's um, catchphrase here. Uh-oh. You wanted to see some butt fucking. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm into it. <laughs> That gotta be great. Yeah, that would be But fucking, I'm an advocate for it. I think there needs to be a lot more of it. Generally yes. consensual, but you know, I'll I'll take the lot other. If you're the wanna... if you're the bad guy and you've been fucking over Mother Earth, Mother Nature for the past upteen years, I think you can take some. I mean, I was talking about like nose and eyes and ears, you know, like things that we can see. Mm. But, but you, hold you on, went... let me let me rebut you. Rebut you with the butt because as a plant wouldn't you be most concerned about setting roots in fertile soil that as a poop sack that's butt sex that is uh what is the martian we grow poop potatoes yes poop potatoes i'm gonna science the shit out of this the body double from matt damon who's like i haven't had a calorie in 14 years (laughs) (laughs) okay so whatever neither here nor there with that so the movie is okay. I mean, the movie's good. The movie's good. Which is it, good or okay? It's good. I like it. I like it. I had a, I had a point, and then I forgot it because <laughs> I'm not mad. I saw it. Like I, I'm, I'm happy I saw it, but I'll never watch it on purpose again. This movie made me like Midsummer more than I liked it when I first saw it. <laughs> Well, see, because, okay, so Midsommar, I think, is more of a slow burn where I don't really feel like this one is a slow burn. I feel like there's a lot of imagery and, like, images that that pop up and, like, things that happen throughout the film that don't make it that much of a slow burn. Oh, oh, that's what I want to talk about. Michael Sheen. So Michael Sheen's in it. I don't feel like he plays a huge role because he's supposed to be this prophet. And then he's, like basically does nothing right doesn't turn into a werewolf <laughs> once what a fucking cop i know out. but i love the cheese mate with him so can we talk <laughs> about the cheese mate this fucking hipster haircut i could just see this guy walking around culver city joe was so upset about his haircut it's called a fade motherfucker <laughs> do you have it no let me answer that i know with a hard part God. <laughs> gross you get the suavecito pomade and that's all you need <laughs> <laughs> he had what like razor burn on the back of his head like ow god damn yeah, they all had sores on their faces like all the villagers had like sores and shit and then thomas he had like a an ingrown hair on his neck and i was like is he just growing sores too this is Did how good this sores? movie is as we were sitting there looking at the complexion <laughs> of people from 1905 it was back in the day in 1905 they didn't have neutrogena and <laughs> and things bioluminescence Exactly. But they certainly had shitty red hair dye because that girl went to town with some Kool-Aid. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Just expected one scene where she'd come out with Liberty Spikes and fucking plaid <laughs> pants with she, that colored hair she just looks like cynthia from the rugrats <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking pepper ann but yeah I, I oh, see what pepper ann. they're bringing that to disney plus i heard yes by the way i also heard that cruella was available with, without having to pay for it jake i know Kate. but it's also two hours so i had to choose between that two-hour film that would please my wife or this two-hour film that pleased no one nobody <laughs> pleases me hello i mean let me just tell you that cruella is one of those movies where you're just like it's it's still on it's we're still still watching this this. oh no i'm not watching it i'm not i refuse every clip i saw was the devil wears prada wears dalmatian Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not gonna watch it you're not wrong in a shitty british accent 
Emma Stone is not person for this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Lucy Boynton would have been better. You know who'd be great? <laughs> she looks like she smokes. Is if we just, instead of watching Cruella, watch the one scene from Amazing Spider-Man 2 where she ginks her head on the floor of the clock tower. Oh, oh no. That was so sad. I did cry at that. That's like, actually that a really good sad. scene. Oh, that was no. a good scene. People made fun of the web hand. I loved that. I thought it was <laughs> fucking adorable. I was like, finally, something with oomph from Mark Webb. Oh, my gosh. Back to Michael Sheen. So we all know all of the cheese made with him. And what's her name? Underworld. What? Kate Beckinsale. Oh, my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they okay. really not like each other? No. Like, she left him for, like the writer or director or whatever from Underworld. And that's why he wouldn't like appear with her. And like, she wasn't in the third one. She wasn't mm. in the third one. Yeah. The, the rise movies. of the lichens, the rise <laughs> of the lichens. Oh, because, mm. because he agreed to come back to it. He wasn't going to appear on screen with her because she left him for like the right director. And now they're divorced. I looked so <gasps> scandal. scandal. Is she back with him? No, well, she was date. She was dating that idiot from the, what's his name? SNL. The the white guy the, with the with the eyes. What is his name? Yes, the guy with the eyes. Pete Davidson. Oh, but, butthole eyes. The bags under his eyes. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yes. Okay. Butthole eyes. Wait, Kate Beckinsale dated him. She was seen with Pete Davidson. I'm like, who did you left Michael Sheen and then the guy from Underworld and now we're with Pete Davidson. Um, Girl, what? I want to have a conversation with her because I feel like it'd be a good time. Some people know him as Blackguard <laughs> who's seen Suicide Squad. Oh, no, I watched it. I watched it. It was a whole, it was a whole, I I really enjoyed it. I really loved, but I love Margot Robbie. Let's just be honest. For a two hour movie. Fuck yeah, dude. No, it was great. Dan, however, was so mad. (laughs) He just screamed about the starfish for half an hour and went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) You mean Starro the Conqueror? Have some fucking respect. Check yourself. The first Justice League villain? The first? I didn't know that. He absolutely was on the first cover. Oh, no. Did we already talk about the fact that Michael Sheen was in Twilight? Because we were we were talking about he was Arrow, right? He was. I feel that he's a poor man's um, who who played Spiegel. Oh, Andy Serkis. Yes. Andy. Yes. He is definitely a poor man's Andy Serkis. That's the thing. Sheen is way too charismatic in this. He's endearing the whole like the scene where he's like bleeding into Legion's orifices. Disgusting, but charming. Mm. What you need is a leering guy who's eating it raw. You know what I mean? Give me the Andy Circus <laughs> who's going to be like, ah, I bleed inside of your body. We like it raw and wriggling for Jesus or a, or a tree woman. Like, that's the guy you need. <laughs> well, you know, and the thing is with him is that, okay, he's super sexy as Lucian and especially Rise of Lycans, right? Like, that guy is so hot in that movie. Mm. And like, then you see him in everything else. And you're like, that, that's what we're doing. That's what, what's <laughs> happening. This is the one you chose this one. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was off the cuff. <laughs> that was mean. So we've talked about <laughs> movies that some of these people have been in that were good. I have to get on a pulpit and attack Mark Lewis Jones, who plays the second in command, who does the drilling of the head. And the aborting of the fetus, the Texan, if you will. So uh, he 
was in a bunch of movies I hate. He was in the Russell Crowe Robin Hood, which I could say the exact same thing about this movie. I like that one. Nothing happens. Okay, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Adrian. Dude. We're Oscar have to talk. Isaac is in that movie. Okay. And he's, he's also so in Age of Apocalypse, adorable. which is terrible. Oscar Isaac is amazing in that movie. So don't even go there. I'd rather watch him with a purple schnoz. Thank you. Then he goes to The Last Jedi. Worst film I've ever seen. And Master of Commander. This guy is the king of boring movies I don't care about and would rather dick punch than watch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I take some comeuppance with that. And that's how he's going to say. Uh, Ooh. I'm about to say The Last Jedi, but it's not that. No, like, Master and Commander, of, for sure. Master and Commander is a fucking gem. God damn it's it. It's really love long. That. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, but where else are you going to see Gladiator and fucking Vision having a little bit of a bromance? And then, mm. uh, and yeah, seeing Quinn fucking shoot Vision. Why don't I just watch Gladiator, Also, though? Malfoy's dad is being Malfoy's dad in that movie. What? Lucius. Lucius Malfoy. It's not in Master and, Master and Commander. The Patriot. I'm thinking of the Patriot. Yeah. I'm that out. I'm out. Oh, I'm so, okay. I'm out. I love the Patriot. <laughs> okay, we finally agree I'm on out, something, I'm Adrian. Out. Thank God. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so if we're going to talk about Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe was in Les Miserables with Hugh Jackman. And <laughs> yes, he was. Well, coming back to Hugh Jackman. And, and, he, and, he, and he can't sing. He truly cannot. <laughs> no, he can't sing. sing. Well, Hugh Jackman can, but Russell Crowe cannot, no. Oh, so. yeah, no, Hugh Jackman is, is a theater, uh, a musical Hugh, theater Hugh, nerd. Hugh Jackman is the best person on this he's just a, He's just a gem. A gem. Yeah, he a gem. really is. He's such a good person. And he makes he really is. good coffee. He also makes fun of Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds my rye guy. in the best ways possible. <laughs> I know. They have the best little feud. It's so cute. I love it. I love it. Okay. Anyways, back to Michael Sheen. Or no, not Michael Sheen. I'm sorry. Mark Lewis Jones. So we don't like him. Is that what we're saying? Is also, that, that what a cock tease. Because you get the guy in the drilling position. You have him. And then we just don't see it. We don't see it. Yeah. Come on, man. That's where Midsummer goes and is like, oh, you like this charming little grandpa who would likely own a bed and breakfast <laughs> if this was in Kansas? Watch his fucking head explode in 4K. Yes. <laughs> but also we're going to have to squish it with a mallet because he didn't die from this cliff. Exactly, right? It's like Wiley Coyote, what he would finally do if he caught the Roadrunner. He's like, I'm going to throw you off this fucking cliff. Then I'm going to get my Acme brand mallet, my Rammy mallet. But OK, so I don't. I don't get the comparisons with the slow burn between Midsummer and this movie because this movie was just like no, and I'm I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, but like <laughs> it was just like no payoff for like yes. the two hours, yes. and Midsummer like we actually got a, a little bit of a payoff at the end of that movie. You definitely got your money shot. Did you see a man in a bear costume being set aflame here? <laughs> no, and we didn't see his friends also get filleted in the back. You know what I mean? It's called emulating, emulation, emulation. Emil- yeah, I know. I've seen the Rage Against the Machine album cover where the Tibetan monk self immolated <laughs> with fire. I hate all of you. <laughs> no, and and I mean, I'm gonna agree with Joe that like I'm not sad or mad that I that I watched this movie, but the I, I keep hearing comparisons between this and Midsummer, and like I really don't see how they. But also, like the same. you're not mad we saw this because we watched it together and we made fun of it the whole fucking time. Facts that would have helped. <laughs> 
Well, you uh, you said you wanted to sit in on it, so I had assumed that you'd already watched it. It was on my watch list. It was definitely on my watch list, and then I watched it and was like, whoa. Oh, because I was like, okay, I have one person in my sex, and he was going to like it. <laughs> he watched again, it in the it sense that he looked at it on his watch list for the last three years and skipped it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See? But yeah. it was it was it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch with Joe because of like the whole brother sister thing. And he was just like, I don't know if I would go through that for you. And I was like, I don't blame you if you wouldn't go through that for me. Like nobody's mad for sure. But so. also shut the fuck up. Let's get the fuck out of the goddamn hole. Right. Shut yeah. the fuck up. When I say Sal, don't look behind you. Just run. Just, just run to Abby, run. please. Yeah. Like my brother wouldn't be very nice to me at all. Like he would just like probably have dragged me out in the sack. Like I don't. I'm only bringing you home because dad told me to. Actually, that's not a bad <laughs> strategy. Like even for you, like I would just like, actually that's even better than just drag you out in the fucking sack. I have an idea. Let's go. So I have. I think this is actually kind of clever. If we want to pirate this film and you want to stream it anywhere but Netflix, with one small edit, I have another video app that will host this. And if we just change it from when the Legion guy is talking about his sister and he just says stepsister, it'll be on the front page of Pornhub like that. Don't have to pay your nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> None of that. Oh, wow. Stepsister. See? What are you doing, step? The OnlyFans account. <laughs> oh, Not anymore. Fuck, I have whiplash <laughs> in my neck from, from one time they're like, oh, no more porn. And then people are like, wait, there's other stuff than porn? And then now suddenly it's like, oh, no, please. Just if you could spread the labia just a little bit wider. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, look at the time. <laughs> you know, I've wrote all these goddamn notes and I didn't say a thing. Wait, I will say one thing. What do yes. I want to say about this? Oh, no, I did say The Guest is still my favorite film of his. Which we could have also watched. And I know Jake doesn't like him. <laughs> it's dead. Okay, so yeah, we'll watch The Guest the next time. But honestly, The Guest is so good. So no, Dan's you, and he's also the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. So for those of you who are a fan of... Yes. Oh, and he's in Downton Abbey. And Blythe Spirit. So Jake, you could have had Sierra watch this with you because Dan Stevens and I know she likes Downton Abbey. <laughs> I'm certainly sure that she would stay awake for this whole fucking movie when she hasn't even been able to do it with Cruella, something she actually wants to see, which is, if I'm not mistaken, a minute shorter than this. Fuck Cruella. I'm so mad that yeah. Emma Stone is in it. Like I'm like I'm like on a on a rampage with that one. Well, also, right. so your boy Dan Stevens does a lot of audiobooks, and so I will be not listening to those. Oh, <laughs> your eyebrows raised up of like, oh hello, I'm gonna be getting Audible, but they don't sponsor this show, so I oh, won't even man. pretend to listen. Okay, talk Bummer. about shit. So, okay, so nobody liked the movie except for me. That's okay. But like they said, I'm happy I saw it because like, you know, I'm always happy to have seen a horror film for comparative analysis. And this is where me seeing Midsummer paid off. Because as I watched Midsummer, I was like, it, I basically had the same analysis as I did as like the human centipede, where it's like, this movie is the equivalent of the letter S in the word island. It's there. I don't know why. And so I watched this and I'm like, oh, I know why. Because Bear Man from Workaholics is a better movie than this. <laughs> but now I know when I see my next cult film, I'll go, ah, 
You know, this movie made Solomon Kane look good. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you wow. looked dejected. It's just so wow. mean. He's so mean to me. I just, yeah, I know. Pass the beer over. Need another drink. All right. But whatever. It doesn't matter because the gore was fun. Like, let's just call it for what it is. There was a lot of good scenes in there. I felt it did pay off at some point. I feel like the sister should have died because I don't really like her. But whatever. She lived. For them both to have died would have been very nihilistic, though. I think that would have frustrated me a lot because it'd be like, then why the fuck did I watch two hours of this? I- well, he didn't die. So so what do we think happened? Did, did he, was he, is he the new deity or was he really just sucked in there? Yeah, he's and- the new Three-Eyed Raven for sure. <laughs> Three-Eyed Raven. <laughs> oh my God. I was just arguing with somebody the other day about that because I, oh no, today at the game, because I'm like, I can't believe fucking Bran. <laughs> like, I'm still mad about this. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to live in the tree forever with the three-eyed raven, for sure. He's going to live in King's Landing because he's the freaking... Oh, no, but I'm I'm talking about Thomas. I'm talking about the movie. Oh, oh, so Thomas is going to live... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about Thomas. Thomas is going to live in the tree with the three-eyed raven in his little wicked land for all eternity. With Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen stayed and was like smiling at him and shit. I'm like, oh, is this this kind of movie? So that's what I assumed. There was a thing He's going to be able to grow crops again. Yay. <laughs> I don't know. That's well, what if, I thought happened. If Homeboy wants him to, like, he can just be like, hey, fuck you. You almost slipped my throat, asshole. But also, eat my blood. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> My shorts. Eat my shorts. My shorts. The gore was okay. I wish there was more of it. There were a couple of like really interesting visuals that just didn't play off, like even narratively. So the blood trickling down on the floorboards that goes under, that's cool. What does it mean? Literally nothing. The whole Mm -hmm. him getting sepsis from his titty cut in the muddy water and she's being like, I'm slapping this wall slowly. Pretty cool image. No payoff. And that's another Mm -hmm. thing where... Again, going back to my original 13th Warrior thing, if narratively those things are linked, great. If not, I need more. You know, if I'm not going to get a narrative well, payoff, I thought I it was just too much. It, it was almost like too many different genres. It was okay, like the that's slow, very fair. Like the yeah. Thriller. Like, and then I'm like, well, there's a fucking zombie under the floor, floorboards now. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then yeah. now we're having the, the, the inch, the like the spy intrigue of him infiltrating the cult. And then we have the, the, the second in command trying to take the fuck over. And then we have him like kind of being like incestual, like watching his freaking daughter pee. So I, I was just like, <laughs> what are we, what are we doing? Where's Again, the focus? We could this just make it stepdaughter P front page. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was a little weird with the mirror in in the outhouse. Yeah, I don't like, know. what, what was she lo- looking at? What like, was she what looking she- for? Yeah, that's what I want to know because I'm like, I, you can't tell you're pregnant if you're look up your kids. Like, I'm like <laughs> you can't just look at a vagina and say, "Hey, that vagina's but pregnant." I'm, a, I'm assuming that that was like probably an old old wives' tale, though, because remember she spoke with Lucy Boynton, and Lucy Boynton probably told her, "Oh, just." Look up and see if you can <laughs> just take a gander and, and and you'll know. You'll know for sure. Which if you've ever you. done that, it's like, oh, okay, that's what that looks like. But I don't understand like So fucking thing. so weird, weird sidebar. I had a um oh. <laughs> where is this going? Please I had a, do I need I had to leave? a roommate and I will not I will not say her name on the on the air because the, uh, the person you we'll lived with this. who was your roommate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, so name. so she fucking moves in, right? And there's always there's a there's a handheld mirror in the bathroom. Why? 
And I'm like, okay, this is something girls do, whatever. And uh-huh. I don't remember how it came up. I don't remember how it came up, but I was like, so the, the fucking, what the fuck is up with this mirror? And she gets a little bit, little bit embarrassed. And she's like, oh, well, I just, I have to make sure that after I wipe, everything's gone. And I'm like, wait, wait, what, what, wipe, what, what are we, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? She's like, after I'm done um, pooing, I, I I have to look and make sure that everything's clean. And I'm like, are you fucking seriously looking yourself in the brown eye every time you take a crap to Honestly? make sure that it's all like, how about just wipe till it's white? Like, That's seriously, not out what of the line. fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I bought a tushy, one of those bidets, because of the best marketing I've ever seen, which is a woman and she purses her lips so it looks like a butthole. She takes a chocolate cupcake. She smears it across her her mouth. Then she wipes the mouth with the butthole mouth, with the pursed lips, and there's a bunch of chocolate. But then some motherfucker ganks her in the mouth with a hose, and it's all gone. And that's why I bought one. And this lady saying that she used a... a, So? That's environmentally friendly. Didn't you watch Captain Planet, motherfucker? That extra handful of paper towel... Come on. Oh, well, Captain Planet, like the Don Cheadle Captain Planet. Yes, of Planet. course, the Don Cheadle guy. Captain Planet. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite Captain Planet. Where did we go? Hashtag my favorite We Captain just Planet. went to your old roommate with a mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was the front door that she was worried about wiping, and that would have been a, che- a cheesy Why punchline of that story. Why did she even tell you? Like, just fucking lie and say you're clutching your eyebrows. Like, I have what a cocaine habit. I'm sorry. That's what <laughs> yeah, I use it for. Yes. Right? I would, have, right? I would have admitted to cocaine before wiping my ass, honestly. Like, <laughs> right? that would be it. This is a very okay, interesting turn you, you went here. If she said she was taking cocaine through her asshole, like rumors era Fleetwood Mac Stevie Nicks, and she had to use the same mirror for the butthole looking, would it be bad? No. Right, yeah. Two birds, one stone. There yeah. you go. Okay. So we, we've reached a fair middle ground, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And I also yeah. think we've reached the end of the episode at this point. <laughs> Once it's devolved into that. Time to say goodbye. If I could just make one little comment, I love female vampirism in not the sense of actually being vampires, but I love like the the Elizabeth Bathory thing. Like we even talked about it on mm-hmm. the fucking Super Mario Brothers episode. I think it's such a like a visually striking image, and that was one thing I was a little frustrated with because at times this woman is pursuing. She's under the floorboard. She's under the sewers. She's doing things, and then she's being fed by like a man which that would just felt a little frustrating because like let her be the force of nature let her be the tyrannical bloodsucker like i thought that could have been cool even if it was mere fleeting moments like just let me see her instead of just being there because she was so stationary she couldn't really be threatening so when she gets tortured it's like all right what else could she do she just like lives on a couch of thorns so yeah let her be the predator as opposed to the the Well, I also thought it was kind of weird that she looked like she didn't want it at first up until it was almost like, um, let's say, like a drug addict who's in recovery and then doesn't, you know, consciously is like, no, I don't want the drugs. But once once it hits your lips, like Frank the Tank from old school. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. But like (laughs) once it hits your lips, it's so good. Um, (laughs) But. No, yeah, it looked like she was kind of reluctant at first, and then she kind of just like entered this maybe even just like primal state of being, and she's like, "Give me, give me some more." 
I don't know. She didn't look like she liked it too much, especially like the chonky bits. Well, well yeah, like, okay. With the, the yeah, when they just shoving a funnel down her oh, fucking yeah. throat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She did not like the chonky the, bits when they were doing like the rabbit and stuff like that. It, it she uh she definitely was like turned into yeah. I'm not going to bring up porn. All this anymore, talks but, um, of rabbits and step siblings. Who lead who? <laughs> Mark, this is explicit. <laughs> no, it's not gerbils. It's not gerbils. Oh, Richard Gear in the rear. <laughs> Wow. Richard Rear. There it is. It got the life cycle. Life cycles of the rich and the famous. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> I knew you would. How punk, how pop punk are you? I don't know. You know what? Like it just brings back memories. Like you Absolutely. Well. Wow. Good Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. That was my yeah. high school jam going to school. Not newfound glory. No. And okay. and newfound glory. Oh, and Anthem of our dying day. Who sings that? Story of the year. Story of the year. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Story of the year. Oh, but they got their asses kicked by Godsmack, right? So. Um, Did they really? That actually happened, I think. Did that happen? Because Sully is hot, but so is the guy from Story of the Year. Sully is hot now. We're going, we're saying that. That's commemorated forever. That's okay. That's canonical. That's canonical. Wow. And you don't like Nick Cage on a motorcycle in Spirit of Vengeance, but you like. You like the God smack guy on his whatever. He's in a band. Hey, he stands alone. Hey, hey, there's yeah. no there's no kink shaming. There's no kink shaming. Whatever you like, girl. Just do it up. If he's in a band, then I'm automatically like, yes. Okay. Now, Aid, let me ask you a question. If you find out I want out, you to just look at this photograph. If God smack guy uses a mirror to look at his own butthole when he poops, oh. is that a deal breaker or do you still want your gob smacked? Oh, that is absolutely a fucking deal breaker. Like, that's a deal breaker for a roommate. Like, why didn't you throw her out with her fucking mirror? Take your fucking mirror with you. But was she a real roommate? Because Dan likes to call me his roommate. So was she a real roommate or was she like a girlfriend? And she was just living with you. No, she was. She actually, well, she worked for me. We we were all in the Marine Corps together. Oh, she worked uh, for you. Oh, hello. Guys, 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 let's not make this weird. (laughs) Like I no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sibling. Have, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have minded if that would have stop. Stop because I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I've met this individual. Oh, did you meet her? Her mirror? Did you see her? Did you notice the mirror when you're in love? <laughs> oh my god! What time is it? <laughs> I have never. And that's a weird thing. That that my butthole is a as a part of my anatomy. I've never seen. Never seen my butthole. You're welcome. Oh, you didn't use the mirror. Like congratulations! I don't know. Why are you? Like congratulations to you. I don't know. I don't no, know. You said you're welcome first, which leads me to believe that you guys might be a lot closer. <laughs> I'm not gonna say you're like step siblings. Already, it, some people already think our relationship's weird, and you just made it weird. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Maui. I don't know. Your congratulations, you be Maui. I'll be Moana. Make way. That, make that way. made it sound even weirder. What the fuck yeah. is going on? I don't know what Jesus. is happening. <laughs> okay, and recording and recording. Okay, okay, okay. So, oh, you have to pedal your shit. Yeah. So, where can we find y'all? Like, thank you for joining us. By the way, well, thank you for having us back. Thank you guys for inviting us back. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. We we figured after the abomination that we displayed the last time we were on this podcast. Don't. Uh, uh, we wouldn't be asked Take back. It back. <laughs> oh, but, uh, never. But never. thank you. But yeah, Zell, where can they find us? 
anywhere podcasts are provided, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are also found on Instagram at Much Ado About Nerding, Much Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically where we where we is. That's the best way to get a hold of us. Yes, absolutely. And to see our stupid faces. Facts. <laughs> and and Jake, uh, where can we see you tonight? We you've got something going on tonight. What could it be? But not when people are listening to this. No. No. If you're listening to this on a Saturday, which might be the day that we've recorded this episode, you can find me on B-Movie TV with Saturday Night Terrors. We have some cool shit coming up. I have pitched a few to producer Ken Ace Brewer, and he's looked into licensing, and I think we're good. One of them is a musical that I found, and very rarely do I find like a film. It's not super horrific but conceptually horror which i like and it's so rare in the internet age to find a hidden gem that feels hidden you know fucking most of the time you hear people talk about it and talk about it and it's by the time you watch it you're so exhausted like fuck this i just want to get it over with i found a movie that i think is is one of these so i'm super stoked Highly recommend checking it out. If you like, let's say, B-movie shit, but not the horror shit, and you like the action shit, then on Fridays at 8 p.m., you have Douglas Waugh, like none other, and he does Friday Night Action, which I've hosted a couple of times, to the aplomb of no one. <laughs> Our Doug Bizarro, we miss Doug tonight. Aw, Doug, we miss you. And Jake just did the Roger Klotz with his hair. Oh, yeah. It was kind of, yeah. Was- I was actually doing the Legion, funny enough. I, I looked at it and tried to make it as straight up as possible. Go ahead and Google what Legion looks like in the comic books and then look at your boy Dan Stevens <gasps> in the show. Literally, so you've seen, was it Paul? Guy, who's the Tekken guy with the cylinder? Scotty Too Hotty. That might Scotty, be a reference, oh, you know, because you're from Florida. That was, that was her favorite wrestler. That was my favorite wrestler. <laughs> there he you had go. the worm as his finishing move. Like I learned the worm for Scotty Too Hotty. So his hair is the Legion hair from the comics. And then it gets to the show, and he looks like one of the Gallagher brothers from Oasis. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh fuck. Jesus. So if you want some adorable merch that Jake has been designing, please go on to our slasherspod.rebelable.com. Also, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash slasherspod. We have tiers from $1 to $10, so please come and join us if you would like to be a part of that. Also, our Discord. You can join our Discord. Yeah. We talk a lot of shit all the time. Like, if you love talking shit, like, please join us. Like, it's a good time. And we also have a free version of the Discord as well. So it's not just a paid platform. So if you want to chat with us and be in contact with us, but you don't want to give us money, that's fine. That's fine. Because I don't necessarily feel like I merit your money. So come on over. Welcome we'll to my talk life. about some of the same yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, like, yeah, just join us. We love to, to talk and, you know, share things and you know, say crap and spoil Suicide Squad for our co-hosts. So, you know, there's that. But And you can also find me at Pathologically ADE on Instagram. So with that thing, I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. I hope we can do this again soon. And on behalf of Jake and Joe and Sally, goodbye and good day. So. After a movie that had the color palette of muddy gray poop paper, I, your humble host, Cyberslash1000, decided to go with a song that is drenched in rainbow technicolor. This week's hidden track is The Slain Six by Cult Crusher.
This project is a one-man band, which blows my cybernetic mind. Please support him at the links in the episode description and allow the song to make up for the agonizingly dreary movie we reviewed.